ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hi, I'm Cara Natterson. And I'm Vanessa Bennett. And we are the hosts of the Puberty Podcast. It's a show that weaves together scientific research, parenting strategies, and hilarious stories to help adults who are raising kids through adolescence. First, we lay the groundwork for how puberty has changed. And then we get into the tricky territory of how to talk about it with kids. Listen to us on Acast or wherever you get your podcasts. Buckle up and enjoy the ride. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. Welcome to Tuesday's Morning Show Podcast, because you deserve a better morning. $30 million of collectibles going into the trash. I will explain that in nerd news today. And Amazon and Twitter are beefing over an unpaid tab. We're going to talk about that in the core four. Welcome to the Morning Show Podcast. My name is Anthony. I'm Carla Marie, and today is Tuesday, March 7th, 2023. The core four. The four headlines you need to know. Four U.S. citizens have been kidnapped by gunmen in Mexico in a case of mistaken identity. It's believed the Americans traveled into Mexico to receive medical procedures or buy medicine and were mistook by the Mexican cartel as Haitian drug smugglers. The victims were fired at and taken by the cartel in northeastern Mexico. A video of the incident has made its way around social media. The cartel members throw a female American in the back of a pickup truck and then take the three men who were shot at and appear to be lifeless and drag them into the truck. The president of Mexico said the entire government is working on getting the Americans back. Though their identities have not been revealed, the FBI announced they're asking the public's help on finding them and offered a $50,000 reward for their return. The only information we have is that they were driving a white minivan with North Carolina plates. 23 people arrested in Georgia are now facing domestic terrorism charges after they attacked police at a construction site in South River Forest on the outskirts of Atlanta. The construction site will eventually be the new home of a $90 million Atlanta police training facility, and the site has been the center of ongoing tensions between activists in the Stop Cop City group on one side and police and local officials on the other. Back in January, one protester was killed when police were clearing the group from the construction site, and this week, activists called for a mass mobilization against the proposed police training facility, along with a National Day of Action Against Police Terror being organized for Thursday. The 23 people being charged with domestic violence attacked the site with Molotov cocktails, fireworks, rocks, and bricks on Sunday night. Thankfully, it doesn't seem like there were any serious injuries from the violent protest, but some construction equipment was set on fire. Of the 23 people arrested, only two of them were from Georgia. The rest were from places as far away as Vermont, Canada, and France. Amazon basically said to Twitter, fine, then we're not paying ours either. Since Elon Musk took over Twitter, they've slacked on payments to Amazon. Twitter uses Amazon Web Services for some of the platform, and they had refused to pay their Amazon bills for months. So Amazon said, fine, we're not going to pay our advertising fees for the first quarter, which is about $1 million just for the retail part of Amazon, not even for Amazon Studios. This caused Twitter to pay $10 million of their bill to Amazon, but there is still $70 million more 
that they need to pay. Amazon said they're not willing to renegotiate the five-year contract they signed with Twitter in 2020, which would require Twitter to pay $510 million over the five-year period. And Amazon isn't the only company with an outstanding bill from Twitter. They also haven't paid some of their landlords or their cleaning people. So wait, let me get this straight. Yes. Twitter owed Amazon about $10 million, at least $10 million. $70 million. $70 million. Okay. So Amazon then said, then we're not paying $1 million back to you. So then Twitter gave them $10 million. Yeah, it doesn't, it's. All of that money at this point <laughs> oh like doesn't God. even make sense because it's so far into the millions. But yeah, it's turning into, fine, then we're not paying you. It's like they're just throwing Monopoly money at one another. Well, that is what's happening, yes. Another concert turned into a tragic event over the weekend, and news got even worse yesterday. On Sunday night, the rapper Glorilla was performing in Rochester, New York, when at the end of the performance, something triggered the audience to panic, causing a stampede as people ran to the exits. According to the police, there were no gunshots and no one was stabbed, so they aren't sure what caused the stampede, but the incident still claimed one life on Sunday, a 33-year-old woman from Buffalo. And late yesterday, it was announced that a 35-year-old woman who was taken to the hospital Sunday night had also passed. Although there is no evidence of gunfire, authorities claim something that may have sounded like gunfire triggered the reaction from the crowd, causing the surge to the exits. Hope for humanity. Even when the news sucks, there's still hope. This is great news for the ocean and the rest of the planet. In a historic event, more than 190 countries came together this weekend at the UN to agree on a treaty to protect the high seas. The high seas are everything that lies 200 nautical miles beyond countries' territorial waters. They're often considered the last true wilderness in the world and make up 60% of our oceans. The treaty aims to place 30% of these seas into protected areas to recuperate marine nature. There will be limits on how much fishing can take place, the routes of shipping lanes, and things like sea mining. The negotiations went on for two weeks, and one of the biggest issues was figuring out how all of these countries could share the biological material in these areas. They're often used in pharmaceuticals, industrial processes, and food. The problem was that developing countries who were part of the treaty don't have the technology, access, or resources to do research in the high seas. So in the final agreement, high-income countries agreed to share some of the profits from future oceanic discoveries. The negotiations and this treaty were seen as the final chance for the world's oceans. Countries will now have to ratify the treaty, and then the work will begin to protect 30% of global oceans by 2030. If you absolutely hate fun and you hate saving money, feel free to skip forward about 60 seconds and listen to today's game. But if you love fun and you appreciate saving a couple of bucks, pay attention. Carnival of Cocktails is going down on April 1st at the Seattle Center. And if you've been to Seattle Cocktail District in the past, This is the same event, but upgraded with a new name and a new location. Carnival of Cocktails is going to have pop-up cocktail bars, tastings, food, and over 100 brands of alcohol being represented. Last year, I went around with some of our friends and collected a ton of free stuff from all of the brands that were giving things away. So if that's something you want to do, you can do that as well. And here's the best part. We will be there as well. That's not actually the best part. The best part is because we're going to be there, our fine friends at Seattle Cocktail Club decided to give us a code for 10 bucks off your ticket and we get to share that code with you. So 
If you want to hang out, drink some drinks, eat some food, and have an overall good time, hit the link in the description of this podcast or go to seattlecocktailweek.com and make sure you use code CMA, the letters CMA, when you check out so you can save your 10 bucks. Just when I think their games couldn't get any weirder. All the songs you know and love, but different. Let's play Cover Lovers. All the covers that we're going to be playing today are piano covers that are meant for the bride to walk down the aisle. Ooh, okay. So let's meet today's contestant. We've I mean, got- this already feels like uh, you guys are stacking the deck for her. Okay, right? well then <laughs> that's everybody. That is Steve. He is our best friend. He is actually the co-founder is- of the Roosevelt. Good morning, Steve. Good morning. And then his blushing bride is Becca. Morning. I actually am still blushing because I'm so nervous and excited to play. I had three cups of coffee. I'm extra locked in right now. Oh, nice. Oh, God. Now, normally when we have a couple on one of our games, we like to see if they've wagered anything. Have you guys wagered like dinner or dishes or laundry or anything on the game? Winner winner, uh, gets a delicious all expenses dinner at Carbone in New York. So damn. (laughs) All right. (laughs) I just just decided that because we're married now and that's what I get to do. I'm coming to dinner. I think. All right. Round one is going to start with Becca. I am so ready. Okay. All right, I'm going to go with Avicii Level. There we go. (laughs) Tell me you're from South Florida without telling me you're from South Florida. (laughs) All right, two points, and now we move on to Steve's part. Oh, no. No, I don't know. What is that? Nothing. All right. Well, we're going to buzz you first. Becca, do you know what it is? Honestly, what I was saying in my head, it kind of sounded like the beginning of Mr. Brightside, but I feel like that's not a wedding song. Or am I right? I'm Mr. Brightside. Well, who sings? I shouldn't be singing. Who sings Mr. Brightside? The Killers. Two oh, points. Okay, so keep in mind, they're not really, they're just wedding. I like that song, too. They sound like wedding songs, but they're not wedding songs. Exactly. They're all covers that are meant to be, they could be played at a wedding if you'd like. Now, Becca's got a sizable lead at four nothing. Wow. I'm like freaking out. Also, I can't (laughs) wait for that spicy rigatoni, Steve. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on to round two. (laughs) Becca, here is your cover lover's clip. Okay. Um, it's Chain Smokers. We ain't never getting older. Oh, why, why can't I think of the name of the song? I used to love this song. In the, I could sing you the whole thing, and I know it's Chain Smokers, and I know Steve's going to be able to steal this for me. No, well, oh you get God. one you point get no one matter point. what. So there's your point, and it's Closer. Closer, Josh. I'm going to be singing everything but Closer. <laughs> Okay, the score right now is Becca five and Steve zero. (laughs) 
Steve, you're going to need this one to stay in the game. I've only want, went once. Yeah. Well, here's Just your five points already. <laughs> here is your second song for your part of Cover Lovers. Make it easy for me. Um, take on me by Duran Duran. Uh, we'll give you one point. Take <laughs> on me is correct. Aha. Wham. Aha. Damn it. That's not a real name word. Aha. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the song. Everyone knows the song. Very few people know the actual artist. Now. By getting that one point, Steve, you are still in the game. Thank God. Okay. <laughs> but with the sizable lead that she has, if Becca gets this, the game is over. No pressure. No pressure. All right. But I can steal and still pull a massive um, uh, come from behind. Exactly. <laughs> you can, if she gets zero points, you can steal hers. You'll have a shot to at least take this to overtime. Perfect. Becca, no pressure. But are you ready? Oh, I'm nervous. Do you know it? Okay. It shut up and dance. Oh, there it is. Right? That's all she needed. Congratulations, okay. Becca. Enjoy that dinner at Carbone. Woo! I just got to work on a res now. So uh, <laughs> maybe like six months from now. Hey, thank you, you for having us. I wish I did better. That was pretty bad. There. Same. Sorry about that. Next time. I'm honestly, this was a really big confidence booster. Starting my day on a, on a good note. Thank you. If you build it, nerds will come. Nerd news. Because there's a little nerd in all of us. $30 million worth of collectible toys are heading to the garbage. Even if you're not super familiar with Funko Pop figures, you've definitely seen them. They're the adorable, big-headed figures, and they're usually of some of the most iconic pop culture characters in the world. From movies, TV, comic books, music. I mean, Funko even has made pops of presidents and the Seattle Mariners mascot, the Mariner Moose. And when they're released... The retail cost of a Funko Pop is around 10 bucks, but some of them end up being worth thousands. For example, there's a Freddy Krueger-inspired Pop car, Marie. It's worth over $6,000. What? Stan Lee has a special edition mm. that's going for $18,000. But back to how I started Nerd News today, $30 million worth of Funko Pops are heading to the garbage. Funko, which is headquartered just north of us here in Everett, Washington. Shout out, Everett. Mm -hmm has said the demand for pops has decreased and they've had to buy new warehouse space to hang on to all the excess figures. And when you combine the excess toys with decreased demand for them, the additional warehouse space is actually costing the company more than the value of the toys they are storing. But they're small. Yeah, but there's a lot of them. So in an effort to reduce costs, they're ditching about $30 million worth of the $250 million of toys they have in storage. What do you mean ditching? 
they're throwing them away. Into the trash? The yeah. Land- no. Basically. No, that's and so messed up. It is a shame because I know they can probably just drop them off at our friend DJ Vega's house <laughs> and he would be more than happy to add them to his collection. Or I'm sure there are kids like Toys for Tots and things like that that would enjoy them. Kids in other countries yeah. that would enjoy them. You know, that's rude. And they're going to go in a landfill. You know what? If you happen to know someone, because this is our backyard, Everett is right up the road from us. If you happen to know someone or maybe you yourself work at the Funko headquarters and you'd like to elaborate on this, please hit us up. Hello at carlamarineanthony.com. Also, we'd like our own Funko Pops one day. Please. Thank you. Bye. I'll be honest, explaining the Carla Marie and Anthony show live on Twitch can be a little difficult. Yes, it's a live show. It's video, but you can also just listen to it. And it's free, but then you can also subscribe and you can interact through a chat. It's a lot. It's everything. But I promise it's a good time. So instead of me trying to describe it to you, why don't you come and watch live today? We're on at 8 a.m. Pacific time. 11 a.m. East Coast time. And then you can let us know if we've done a good job at describing what happens on Twitch. Just search our names, Carla Marie and Anthony, in the Twitch app or at twitch.tv. It may not be important, but we're all talking about it. Let's get to an understanding. My job is to cover ridiculous things that arise in pop culture. So in short, I'm just doing my job. This is Pop Stop. Pop quiz. Who's the world's most fearsome fighting team? Avengers. No, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, duh. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Okay, next question, Carla Marie. Okay. Raphael is cool, but... He's a turtle. Rude. Do you not know the theme song for Ninja Turtles? Mm. Michelangelo is a party dude. Teenage <laughs> Mutant... Okay, I hope that little taste of nostalgia felt good, because this summer, we're getting a big slice of it. Seth Rogen is the executive producer of a brand new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. What? It's called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem, and it will hit theaters this August. We put a link to the trailer at themorningshowpodcast.com because the animation actually looks really, really cool. And even though it's animated, you will hear some pretty recognizable voices. Jackie Chan, John what? Cena, Ice Cube, Hannibal Burris, Post Malone, Paul Rudd, Maya Rudolph, Rose Byrne, and of course... Since he is the executive producer, Seth Rogen will be in it as well. What is Paul Rudd doing? I have no idea. <gasps> I love him. Just being awesome, I guess. And I know they've made a million of these Ninja Turtle movies in the past, but I'm actually really excited for this one. Again, the link for the trailer is posted at themorningshowpodcast.com. From the Kids' Choice Awards to crashing a car into a home, that is how Pete Davidson's Sunday night went. He was driving his Mercedes in Beverly Hills with his girlfriend, Chase Swee Wonders, and according to law enforcement, Pete was speeding, he lost control, hit a fire hydrant, and then crashed into a home. Police have ruled out drugs and alcohol, and there were no arrests, but could you imagine, like, Pete Davidson crashing into your home? I would just be thinking about how much I could sue him for. I would be like, can I get tickets to SNL, dude? <laughs> He doesn't work there anymore, Carla Marie. He's got to know somebody. And there have been no reports of injuries from the accident. What's trending? The thing you didn't know you needed until Carla Marie told you about it. You wouldn't normally think of a lighter as being something we talk about in What's Trending. No. This one is super cool. So for my birthday, my friend Tatum gave me a whole gift of items that belong on your nightstand. One of them was a candle. The other, a super cool electric lighter. It's windproof. 
flameless, and charges with a USB. It's great for candles, barbecue lighting, and camping. And when I looked yesterday on Amazon, it was almost 50% off, making it under 10 bucks. Sweet. So I put a link at themorningshowpodcast.com so you can see what I'm talking about. The Morning Show Podcast. I listen to you guys every morning with Carla Marie and Anthony. Thank you for hanging out with us on the Tuesday edition of the Morning Show Podcast. And if this is the first podcast you listen to, Hi. we've got a Wednesday edition, a <laughs> Thursday edition, a Friday edition. Then we come Woo. right back around with Monday. Yeah. Every weekday, we are here. Yeah, the weekend, you're on your own. Like, put on your big boy, big girl pants and just figure it out. Also, sometimes you need a break from the news. Yeah, we all So do. if you can do that on the weekend, we, yeah. we highly suggest it. But... This brings us to the end of episode 254. And as we celebrate area codes and country codes, I've actually been to this one, Carla Marie. Where are we going? Waco, Texas. Oh. That's where there's a show that you watch is from Waco, right? The Julianne Huff uh, Magnolia <laughs> show. What is it? What's her name? Chip and Joanna Gaines. Joanna Gaines. What is, oh, Julianne Huff. Yeah, different person. Okay, yeah. Chip and Joanna Gaines, their Magnolia, their store, all of it is based in Waco, Texas. Well, like I said, I've been to Waco, Texas because Baylor University is also in Waco, Texas. Okay. So the Michael Johnson Classic, which is one of the premier track events in collegiate sports, is down in Waco because that's where Michael Johnson went to school. And I got to go there. And it's an interesting place. It is very flat. Flat? Very, very flat. And you went there for what? Uh, For a track meet. Oh, because I was a D1 track athlete. I was just waiting for it. Yeah, yeah. Really cool, though. Really nice people that I got to meet there. Well, if you listen from Waco or if you are Chip and Joanna, reach out. Well, they probably <gasps> don't, but I do know we have. We've actually sent a box of school supplies to Waco, Texas. I think Chip and Joanna would make great contestants for a game on the podcast. Right, you work on that, Car the Brain. Got it. Thank you for hanging out with us. We will be back in your ears tomorrow morning. Thanks for listening to the Morning Show podcast. Catch Carla Marie and Anthony live on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Carla Marie and Anthony. Hi, I'm Megan Rinks. And I'm Melissa D. Montz. And like every other person with access to a microphone, we started a podcast. On Mondays, we release Don't Blame Me, which is an advice podcast where listeners call in and we share our thoughts on situations such as what to do if you're going to your boyfriend's family function and you haven't told him that you previously slept with both his twin brothers. Then on Thursdays, we release our podcast, But Am I Wrong?, where we ethically gossip about pop culture, politics, our lives, and your lives. Listeners write in and we tell them if they're wrong or right in a situation. Are you the hero or the villain? On Tuesdays and Fridays, we throw in a little something extra as well. A little something, something. We strive to create a community grounded in activism, mental health, and inclusivity. Think of us as like your blunt, honest friends who give you advice that you need to hear, not what you want to hear. But we're also always rooting for your success. What we lack in credentials, we make up for in... Opinions. We do that in every episode, too. <laughs> we're professional unprofessional, so if you're looking for a new slate of podcasts to add to your routine, we're here for you. ACAST, 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 ACAST recommends. recommends.